Okay, welcome to Vegan Talk. This is your host, William Wheaton, and my co-host, Adrian Kramer. Hello. And uh, Halloween. Yeah, vegan Halloween. Vegan Halloween. We're going to do the substitutes now. What so sometimes my son trick-or-treats, and he brings home non-vegan candy. Right. And I'm always like, well, what should we do with this? Should we give it to friends that are not vegan, or should we throw it in the trash? That's kind of the dilemma. And most often, I throw it in the trash because I feel like I don't want to be giving those other people non-vegan items. I don't, I just don't want them to exist anymore. But I don't want to be wasteful either, but that's kind of the lesser of the two evils, I guess. Is well, in my it's opinion. always awkward when somebody leaves me a gift, like a Christmas gift. That's, yeah. Uh, that my neighbors will leave non-vegan candy on my door. Yeah. They're not intending to yeah. offend. They just don't understand. Yeah. Like they don't know better. Yeah. And it's like, so a lot of the situations... They don't know you're vegan. They don't even know what vegan means, so maybe... Oh, maybe there's an opportunity. Yeah, but, but they, it's because you assume that people understand what vegan yeah. is. Yeah. Like a lot of people actually don't. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I'll, those are always nice opportunities. And, they, and even if they do, they don't really understand often what the issues really are. Yeah, or think uh, it's that and, important. And, yeah. or, or place any particular important role. Yeah. I, I think in general I have an issue that I know certain things and I sort of assume that everybody yeah. knows the same things, but yeah. that, that's not... Well, and I think also a lot of times people will say, well, it's the tradition, and I don't want to break the tradition, but I don't know if it's, if I'm a rebel at heart, I don't really think I am, but I know I'm, I've always been an independent thinker, and, and I don't think that we need to adhere to the 100% of the tradition, especially if there's cruelty involved. You know, um, why can't we just use vegan candy? There's licorice, there's the sweet tarts, not the chewy ones, but the regular sweet tarts. There's um, Sour Patch Kids. There's um, Swedish Fish, I believe. There's, there's quite an assortment. And even like the little Starbursts that aren't, they're kind of newer and they're not wrapped in the each individual pa um, package or uh, piece of paper they I, they're called like bite-sized starbursts those are vegan so there's quite a few um, vegan alternative candies so why not just keep the tradition of having the fun of dressing up and having candy I mean if, even if you um, some people don't like the idea of sugar I kind of wrote that on the board like should we be giving sugar well there's the, there's the separation of uh like plant-based whole food plant-based diet and, mm -hmm. and vegan yeah and, and it's i would like to say that i'm 100 percent whole food plant-based diet but that is simply not the case yeah like, that would be that, my goal as would, well and i'm certainly a lot healthier yeah. than i was right right right, right obviously but um Occasionally, I'll throw in a little bit of, of vegan junk. Mm -hmm. um, if you're that kind <laughs> of if if you're that kind of vegan, yeah. uh, there's vegan candies available that are, you know, uh, 
cruelty free. Yes. Um, they might not be perfectly whole food plant based. But yeah. my feeling about that, to be honest, is that I, th I think a little bit of vegan junk food in moderation is sort of good for the soul. Right. Uh, I so can relate. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. within moderation, I think that that's kind of okay. And uh, I don't think that there's vegan candy that is not uh, an, animal, an animal rights issue at all. Yeah. So. And even uh, dark chocolate, I have read that it's actually one of the superfoods. And that's, of course, without milk without you know that I'm talking about the kind of dark chocolate. Oh the real real chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's there's ways of, there's ways around that. And yeah. then, and then there's certainly I'm sure there's something you can be for Halloween that doesn't involve wearing leather or wool exactly. or uh, like you can find a costume. Exactly. That, um, and or even violence. Like that's another and this is you know personal you did kind of mention it like I think it's the whole idea about being conscious about what you're doing. No, don't let the tradition like take over you. Like, you know, non-veganism is about violence. It's about hurting or even killing the animal. So, should we be dressing up as violent characters? I mean, that well, just bothers I have, me. I have some feelings about this, and this segues very much into what I'm going to speak of next. Okay. Um, my feeling is I am. A vegan who is a, a watcher of a lot of horror films. Okay. I, I am a horror film fan. Okay. Um, I don't see much issue with like cinematic violence because hmm. yeah, it's not real. Mm. Uh, and uh, you know, I think there's a very big difference between. I also don't see much problem with uh, sports like boxing mm. or MMA. See, I disagree, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Like maybe with our dichotomy, you know, our viewers have a lot to think to think about. Because I come from being a mom and um, lots of video games and movies. You're saying cinematic violence and this is not to argue this is just to talk about this other oh, yeah, side go ahead, go ahead, yeah. um i just think that yes it's not quote unquote real but it's in the mind it becomes in the mind of the viewer if i watch a horror movie and i go to bed i can't sleep it's uh. in my mind um even i watched the exorcist as uh, when i was about 12 and it was during the day, and I was so freaked out all day long, and like looking around, you know, my house. I just remembered that, and after that, I just didn't like horror movies anymore. But anyway, um, I just like to think of our world as an, like evolving into a non-violent place. So why would I? It doesn't make sense for me to perpetuate it with thoughts about it because I think thoughts are so powerful so that's just my stance yeah well uh, so probably not gonna have a movie marathon with you anytime no because uh, <laughs> I, I do actually and I was going to use this to segue into uh, uh, I am not a fan of the censorship of, of content like that okay. and, and I do have vegan reasons for that oh. uh, which hmm. is which has to do with ag gag Right, okay. okay. And this is what I'm saying. Okay, there's in the 80s uh, in the UK, uh, there was the phenomenon of what was called the video nasties, uh, which was a number of films that were 
banned for violent content that would promote violence. Mm -hmm. that was somehow that these films were violent films mm -hmm. and that was going to cause real life violence. It was going to inspire teenagers or whoever to actually commit the films that they saw. See, and I agree with that, but it's okay. Totally yeah. okay. Like, we can agree to disagree, and I like it. Like, again, okay. like yeah, you. I, well, first yeah. of all, I don't, I don't think people commit violence because of, of films. I do. Yeah, I don't think so. And video uh, games, too. I, I don't really think so. Um, but the film that was banned that's sort of interesting, one of the films on the list was Faces of Death, which is fake documentary footage of... No, that's real. No. -uh. Like the crocodile? Those are like... No, no, that's all fake. Faces of death? Most of it is fake footage. Mm, I thought that's the whole idea of it. Anyway, no, go no, ahead. But it's mostly fake footage. You can mm. look it up. Even the monkey brain theme is, is, is fake. But that was on there, but one of the things that's on there uh, in that film is uh, slaughterhouse footage. Okay. Um, so, you know, you start putting in laws to... Uh, which is ironic because uh, at the same time that the film was banned, uh, actual slaughter was, you know, acceptable. So it says a coroner, uh, Francis B. Gross, maybe? Yeah, he's not even a real guy. Shows. Yeah, but that's what it says. But mm -hmm. the film is. No, no, no. It says, it says both real and reenacted. That's why I was just. Yeah, most of it is actually fake, though. Hmm. I thought it was all real. But no, okay. no, no, most of it is actually fake. Okay. Even the monkey brain scene is, is, hmm. is actually fake. Uh, but uh, what is ironic about that is the film was banned, so you couldn't see actual footage of slaughterhouses. Hmm. But slaughterhouses themselves were still legal. Right. And, I mean, here's a good point. Like, it was banned probably because of the real footage. And the slaughterhouse being one of those real footages. Do you think it was banned because of the real footage? I don't know. They banned some fairly... Some of the stuff that they banned... Well, when I had my ankle injury, when I was trapped in a wheelchair, I actually watched every single film that they banned. Okay. Uh, and uh, a lot of it was, like, laugh-out-loud funny because it was so fake. No, no, no. What I'm saying is they probably banned Faces of Death because of the parts that were real. See, I thought it was all real, but um, I think that's probably why it was banned. For example, um, even today, like Facebook, you can't put, you know, real, you can't be videoing when people are really dying because it's too disturbing. Right? Like, that's but right, I would. I see what you're saying, but um, actually, if you were to look at the film list, a lot of the stuff is. Uh, Blood Feast is a movie that you can laugh out loud at, but that's actually on the list for some reason. You know, huh? Like, like a lot of Blood Feast looks like a Scooby Doo episode. But it's not real, or it is. Blood real? Feast is you'll laugh out loud at how fake it looks. But is it real? Is what I'm asking. No, it's not real. It's not real, but it's, it's still not, banned. It's, it's, hmm. it's, there's a lot of stuff is not only not real, but not realistic. Hmm. It's weird. But hmm. my point about the face of death, though, is that suppression of disturbing footage is not necessarily in favor of the vegan cause, as we see with hag-gag laws. Yes. That's where documentation... But, see, I don't really see how it relates to people, like horror films involving people. 
I don't see how that benefits vegans. Well, it's just that when we start censoring images for being violent or for being... Well, video, censoring videos of what's actually happening, for example, in a slaughterhouse, that's absolutely beneficial. Yeah, because that's what I'm it speaks thousands of words, you know, pictures. Right, right, but that's for that reason. You have to preserve that amendment number one there. Right. But I just don't. Principles. I feel like that's separate from like horror movies. Like, I, this is very. No, no, I mean, like Camilla Pagli. Oh, no, is it? Oh, Judith Butler, the, the feminist writer that I'm usually not a fan of. They, they were talking about born, banning pornography. Uh, Judith Butler is certainly no fan of pornography. She's a radical, radical, radical feminist. But she said, no, we can't ban the, the pornography because then they will ban our gay rights activities, for example. See, I don't know. I feel like they should be separated. That's just, again, this is all yeah, my opinion. No, this is your opinion. Is, but a, amendment number one is there for certain reasons. Yes, and I absolutely am grateful so, for it. But so. if you do have violence, if you watch violence if you listen to that like you can't help it's going into your brain it is becoming part of you so whoever watches that child children teenagers adults like it's it's in there so to say that you know someone wouldn't use those ideas it just points up the hypocrisy of a society that would ban images of slaughterhouses for being too violent but keep the slaughterhouses themselves open. I do agree with that. That's, That's more what I'm talking about. And and that is an example of what? Like selfishness of, you know, we don't want to give up. We know that this is violent, disturbing, well, that's also when wrong basically, when but we society, don't want to give up our habits. Sorry to cut you off. That's when okay. a society uh, suppresses something, they're suppressing when society says we're going to ban this, mm-hmm. that's you're you're looking at a mirror of what the society is trying to hide from itself about itself. Very often, I think. Say that again. When when society tries to suppress something, when they try to ban or censor something, mm-hmm. they've hit us. The, the 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 content has hit a nerve. Okay. It has hit on something that is important. So the society is. If you look at what a society bans, mm-hmm. you are looking at what a society is trying to hide from itself. Mm, I don't really agree with that. Just thinking of like the recent ban that we that we touched on just before the show of fur in California. I think that ban came from years and years and years of protesters. Uh, contacting okay that's um, that's an actual that's actual set of actions I'm talking about cultural cultural content when we ban novels when we ban films it's like why would you ban a novel why would you ban a film why why is this material edgy and if you you look at censored material you start to see the real face of the society that's what I you start to see what the society has to hide from itself like faces of death when they're banning the, the horror film uh, footage of, of slaughterhouses, they are hiding from themselves the, 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 the gruesome reality of what happens in our, in our slaughterhouses. Do you follow? Well, no. I'm, it doesn't make sense to me exactly what you're saying, because if they're hiding from themselves, I, I just think it's 
society's had enough and we finally convinced the government that if you don't do something then you know, oh, that's it's going to affect the, the economy no, no, I, I said, I, you will not find somebody who you know supports the fur bands more than I yeah you know like I'm all I'm all in it mm -hmm. uh, but when it, my experience not just in veganism but just in general mm -hmm. um, uh, as a film reviewer uh, doing other kinds of political internet radio and stuff like that mm -hmm. is when a society steps in and says no you, you can't say x you know, yeah, you, had, you, you yeah, do you have, have to, to be careful what you say. It's what's the, the Shakespeare's like, thou thinks that does protest too much. It becomes a reflection of what the individual is trying to hide about themselves. Faces of Death is the best example I can think of. Yeah. Because society was, the British society was unable to look at their own uh, savagery in terms of their, you know, their slaughterhouses and their own abuse of animals. Okay, maybe I understand what you're saying now. Yes, you want to protect images, or yeah, people from, from uncomfortable images, but we also need to know the truth. Well, so, the ag -ag thing, I think that was just like the, the, the agricultural industry using their special interest power of course. to suppress. No, of course, but they might be saying, oh, we can't you know, show this to people, it makes them uncomfortable. And I know that happens. I have family members that don't want to watch the videos that I want to show them so that they can see the truth. But... How do you get them from point A, knowing what's actually happening, to, or I'm sorry, from point A, being uncomfortable, to point B, actually knowing what's happening, and still have them, you know, feel somewhat comfortable and able to digest it. And um, I think that's just a matter of, you know, how they have the warning, like sensitive content, and so you can kind of prepare yourself and decide if you're going to watch it. Oh, I, think I, would, I, would, I would have, this might sound a little bit extreme and wingnut, but it is a vegan wingnut. I would have animal, I would have factory farm footage playing on CNN all the time. No, I know you would. And yeah. I would to a certain degree, but I also, you know, I work with, I've been a teacher. I've worked with children. Yeah. And, um, and again, I have family members who are, it's, they're very, sensitive to it. I get sensitive to it. I can't watch it before I go to bed because again I have those images so but I do watch them. I know exactly. I've known I've been a vegan for 17 years but I watch those because I don't want those animals to die in vain, to, to have suffered in vain and also it, it reconvicts me. You know it makes me like I have to do more. So I think those videos that the ag, -AG laws are trying to suppress are invaluable. They are so important, and so we have to protect them. Yeah, no, they, yeah. they have to be protected under, under the Second Amendment, or the First Amendment. That, as yeah. well as, as for the sake of, of us evolving as a human race, you yeah. know? Uh, it's also, and then I'm going to say, stuff about you know violence to humans and so on. I do think, I will say this, is that uh, one of the most basic and uh, important parts of being a human is uh, art. Yes. It's, it's artistic expression. Fully uh, believe in yeah, that. So it's, I'm a lover uh, of the arts. If you want to suppress violence, then you're going to have to get rid of Shakespeare. You know, you're going to have to get rid of... Hmm. Well, what if we applied the MOGO, as they call it, most good least harm wait how would that be 
Yeah, most good. Mogo. <laughs> so how would we apply most good and least harm to that? How can we keep Shakespeare but maybe take a look at the violence in it? I mean, I don't necessarily think of Shakespeare when I think of violence, no, but, but you're right, there, it's in there. It's in the, it's in it's there. the Bible, too. Yeah. I mean, to me... We're going to tell, start telling people not to read the Old Testament and the Quran. Mm. Yeah. I have things about that, but anyway... Yeah, but you know um, what I'm saying, though. It's, 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 there's, you know, there's content in there that is actually violent. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what I would say is to try to use the most good, least harm philosophy, what can we learn from it? What can we take away to make our world better? To make ourselves better? You know? Yeah, you might. All right, that's all we have time for today. And uh, thank you for listening. Well, this has been Vegan Talk with William Wheaton and Adrian Craver.